from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. That wasn't only the most fantastic introduction to this podcast in the <laughs> history of this podcast. More importantly, it ushered back in the era of sound effects <laughs> on this podcast. And Please I'm so don't excited. everybody tune out right away. Don't don't turn it off yet. Listen, I have very little to no use for our producer. <laughs> However, the studio purchased a state-of-the-art, I, I call it a spaceship, of a soundboard here, uh, whatever you call the mixer. I don't know. They're what trying to are. keep up with our the evolution of our show. Yeah, of course. We should the tennis evolution. Maybe there we should change go. our. So, but now, thanks to all everything that's been done in this studio, an amazing studio, I might add, I can now, most importantly hit buttons to make other people say better words right. than I can say. What we've got here is failure to communicate. We don't need to communicate, sir. <laughs> I have buttons. And other people can say words that are much better than the words that I can say. I'm not disputing that. Okay. <laughs> I walked into that one. Holy moly. How you doing? I'm doing well. So we had a week off. We did. I mean, I hate to blow the lid off of this. Uh, <laughs> I was about uh, to say of this case, but <laughs> last week was pre-recorded. Yes. Uh, by all means, reach out to at uh, the Brain Game Tennis uh, on Twitter, and please tell him to retweet the tweet <laughs> because he's ghosting me. Um, I, he let me into his home. That's right. I interviewed him, and at now his own peril. I find we finally get the episode up months later, <laughs> and he's and he's just disappeared on me. <laughs> he's worried about uh, those pro players. He's trying to keep them keep them in line. He really is. I mean, he he really is involved in different professional players. You know, corner. He's part of their camps, if you will, whatever that means. Well, and that was recorded pre U.S. Open, right? Pre Wimbledon. Oh, even longer, but before. Yeah. Berrettini and some players, you have some breakout right. successes. So it's real. It works. Yeah. BraingameTennis.com, I think. <laughs> so you can find it. I'm sure they can find it. Have you checked it out? Of course you have. <laughs> yeah, every week. And you went to it and said, Oh, we're just going to have to use our brains. Damn it. <laughs> Three amigos, baby. All right, I've got to stop. Great I'm movie. sorry. I can hear people clicking off this, yeah. this station. <laughs> uh, it's not a station. It's a podcast. That's not how it works. Right. Um, yeah, so I will try, I will try to be judicious. There's my word. For there the you pod, go. Uh, with the usage of the soundboard here, uh, because I know your thoughts. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I know how you feel. I get it. Right. I get it. And probably most listeners probably also feel the same way, but, uh, it's fun for me. I no, think. I th it's totally, it's like the Fred Norris from Howard Stern. It's. Perfect. I don't know who either of those two people are. <laughs> um, do they have a tennis podcast? Is that like not as big as ours? Surely. Um, so I think twice, maybe three times, you've complimented me on my uh, historic use. Yes, is how I put it of the soundboard, and I'm only going to try to live up to uh, to that previous success. <laughs> I'm not stalling. There is stuff to talk about this week, <laughs> unlike last week. Right. I think. I think a. Laver Cup preview would have been a bit much. Yeah. Well, and I do get kind of depressed this time of year, even though we've talked about condensing the season. It feels kind of ridiculous that now the weather's finally getting good, that there's not any major tennis events. Hey, it's all right to turn the TV off and go out and actually play <laughs> tennis. Well, that's what I mean. Everybody's playing right now except the pro players. Right. So we're well, all playing like this is our peak season. And the pros, you turn it on, and it's, you know, well, obscure here, locations. Here, it's our peak season. Yeah. The rest of the world doesn't live in an oven. Yeah, and, and places have snow already, too, in America. So. Right. 
It's uh, like we're Miami. Just, we're just in the far south. Oh, not that kind of snow. <laughs> but no, the Asian swing, as they call it now. You know, I'm not. I don't think it's quite taken a strong foothold yet, like well, they're hoping. But I'm always. I mean, disinterest may be uh, not strong enough of a word. <laughs> Hate might be too strong right. of a word. But any part of the season that doesn't connect to anything and is irrelevant, I don't. I don't care about. I'm sorry. Right. Well, it's it is kind of funny. This season is kind of where Djokovic got his number one ranking from last year. This is when he started racking up all those points coming back. And the problem with that is now this year he has to play all these to maintain that ranking, which I didn't. We didn't think he really cared about, but he just announced he was about to play the next tournament, so he must be worried because Nadal is ahead of him for the year to date so far, for that great system that we love. That everybody really cares about right. a lot. <laughs> they don't. Um, so we've got the Asian swing and we've got Laver cup. Yeah. What part of the podcast do you want to waste first? <laughs> well, we might as well talk about Labor cup cause it was, it happened first. So the Labor cup, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before or not, but what a fraud. What a fraud. <laughs> I'm sure you have. That Fetter is perpetrating on the world tennis public. And I'm, uh, I've had enough. I got no more use for this guy. Well, so, I, was, I, I wanted, there's so many that, things about did the, you, did you, you didn't even smile at that one. <laughs> that was okay. That was in the ball. That was good. There, and he just made a comeback too, by the way. Who, Pesci? Joe Pesci is going to be in some movie coming out soon. Really? Yeah. I didn't know I he... I think it's that Scorsese Netflix movie ah. that he's in. But, um, no, there were so many things... I was going to be Home Alone 12. <laughs> there were so many things I loved about the Labor Cup, but I just sat... And maybe this is just my personality. I feel like we do this on the podcast all the time, but I'm sitting back and thinking, like, how could this be so much better? And I always come up with a lot of things that I think could make it better. First and foremost, being fair teams. <laughs> or getting rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it it seems to be hugely popular. And that's if you ask them, so maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like a lot of people are interested in it. Yeah, well, McDonald's is the most popular restaurant in the world. <laughs> all right? Does that mean it's any good? No. It means there's a, yeah, the more of them than any other restaurant. I mean... It's cheap and easy. And I yeah. will not add any jokes in to that. <laughs> it's fettered it all in doubles together. Well, of course, that's going to draw a huge attention. It's fettered all on the same team. That's going to draw a huge attention. Um, well, are you in agreement with the rest of the tennis public that Nadal might be the greatest player in the history of the game and the greatest coach in the history of the game? <laughs> no. I mean, that was... They were getting a little bit crazy with all that hype of the coaching i'm like he wasn't saying anything earth shattering it was just the fact that they were coaching that i thought people were so enamored with well and you know far be it for me to disparage uh the king but fetter saying bad words is not <laughs> impressive watch watch his uh you know challenger level career yeah he, apparently he was a lunatic <laughs> and they had to they had a lot of uh censoring they had to do on those changeovers um but what was sad is is you know that last day it was set up to be really interesting better and all we're gonna play doubles together against sock and isner which that is an interesting match you can't deny that and then it was gonna be nadal versus curios and within like an hour span both those matches got basically changed or can't change slash canceled why did everybody realize that Jack Sox <laughs> not a professional player? Yeah, we realized that we were playing for nothing, so there's no reason to risk injury to uh, play. Um, <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody hurts again. Right? Unbelievable. Yeah. So, and 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 really, kind of a scam to be honest, because all those tickets, you know, you're pre-purchased for the whole weekend. So really, they can do whatever they want at that stage of the tournament, and nothing happens. And you're never going to see those people again because the next year it's at a completely different location. So it was really pretty sad the way it ended. And then your your final match is Zverev and Raonic, which most people wouldn't watch. Like if that was a U.S. Open or Wimbledon match, it wouldn't even be shown. So for that to be the match the whole thing came down to was kind of crazy. But it was so important. <laughs> and if you watched, it was like, I, I, there's got to be something we don't know. There's got to be some no, no. financial incentive. I know <laughs> it's fixed. 
Yeah, but I'm saying. How does it come down to the last? Well, I know. How? There's no chance. Because Fritz beat team. <laughs> the number 50 player in the world beat the number five. Is he 50? Is he? Somewhere around there. Um, Unbelievable. And then There's no chance. we win the doubles in every round. Because that's all they're willing to give they up. Don't, yeah, and they don't care, but the other team doesn't care about the doubles. So Well, they do. They're sit- they don't care about any of them, but they're sitting in the back room smoking <laughs> cigars, figuring out who's right. going to hit which winner. And, you know. So our team got six of our 11 points. Our team, they're all our teams. We're the tennis revolution. But they got six of their 11 points from doubles. And then they got three from Fritz. So that's nine of their 11 points. And then they, I guess they will sock one the first day. Obviously um, a fraud. His first singles. Who did he band. play? A ball kid? <laughs> Fonini. Beep, Fonini can play beep, like a ball kid. Beep. I need to get a truck backing up yeah. so I don't have to. I, mine's not bad. And by the way, they said Sock's first singles win in 20. No, it wasn't because it doesn't count. It's an exhibition. <laughs> he still doesn't have a win in 2019. Uh, I thought this was counting this year to something, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, they tried to get it to count, but they said it's not really fair when you choose who plays. Like you can't. Right. Like there's no ranking qualification. It's just whoever you want. Right. Uh, yeah. What about all the players that, uh, you know, Europe is so deep that even great players can't play because they're so stacked. Yeah. Medvedev was playing a 250 while <laughs> these guys are in the uh, Labor Cup. Yeah. Because you know why they don't want him there? Because he'd blow the lid off the whole rack and yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah. He'd probably beat one of our players 6 1 6 1. And everybody yell at <laughs> him. Say, this is an exhibition. It's like Drago <laughs> from Rocky. What's an exhibition? What are you doing? I must break you. I need that clip too. Remind, yes. I need to write these down. I wish I had a pen. Um, but yeah, I mean, but I but I did what you always say. I fell into the trap, and I was watching it the whole day on Sunday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the world team could actually win this. And I'm like, what if they did? You're what, a what have, sucker. What would, have, what would have changed in my life? Nothing. Oh no, the, the tennis in America would have skyrocketed. <laughs> Children would have been leaving football and baseball and basketball in droves right. and coming over to play tennis. It's insane, but we blew it, and tennis in America is destined for the scrappy. <laughs> but the reason I say that... Was that true, too dramatic, or did that about sum it up? No, that was about right. But oh, the reason perfect. people say... I was saying that it was hugely popular, according to them, because, again, everybody I asked about it was like, did you? I was like, did you watch Flavor Cup? They're like, nope, nope. So... I don't know how many people actually watched it, but it was definitely the biggest thing that week, which isn't really All saying right, here anything. You go. Let, me, let me give you, I mean, you, you watched it. I, I did not watch one instant. The only stuff I saw was on accident, <laughs> and it was basically short snippets of Federer and Nadal saying bad words trying to get Fonini to get his life together, right? Uh, which is somewhat believable. Yeah. But... Uh, well, first of all, why was he on that team? I don't know. They had Bautista on the as a practice partner. You're going to put Fonini over Bautista? Yeah, because he's way more fun. <laughs> right. All right. So, day one, singles match one. A horrible lineup on day one, by the way. Dominic team beat Shapovalov. Which, I mean, 13, actually, that match. 11 yeah. in the breaker, whatever. And that match, that, that was the match of the day, though, in terms of just intrigue. Matt, day one, singles match Two. And these are all with one point, by the way, to make sure they don't mean anything in the right. final tallies. Apparently, they must have gotten Fanini all liquored <laughs> up in the first set because Sock beat him in the first set 6-1. Oh, I didn't know I didn't know that. And then the set two, I guess the tequila started wearing off <laughs> and set, uh, Sock won it in a breaker. <laughs> How bad do you feel if you're Fanini? You lost the 210 player in the world. You feel great because they paid you to do it. <laughs> right. And you agreed to it. <laughs> and because that loss doesn't matter in any way to your year. Day one singles match three. An incredible weekend for the incomparable Taylor Fritz. <laughs> Loses to Sitsa Pass. 6-1, one, or 6-2, 1-6, <laughs> 10-7. Yeah. Hey, seats to pass. You weren't supposed to completely take a set <laughs> off. That's not what we meant. Right. Day one, match four, doubles. Roger Federer and Zverev beat Sock and Shapovalov 6-3-7-5. Oh, so Europe, the European team did get a doubles win. I didn't think they did. Who cares? But that, but that was, they looked at the lineup and said, we've got to put Federer in doubles or no one's going to come see this. Right. 
Uh, we got to put somebody that people care about. So that's day one. Wow. It was 3-1 after that day for uh, Europe, I believe. I don't know. Because <laughs> oh, they're each one point. So team, seats a pass, and doubles. And then Jack Sock bringing home a point for the the uh, world. Right. Unbelievable. Well, you, and you know why all those guys play. So the rule is that everybody has to play at least one singles. So they're done. So you they're out. Put, they are. None of those guys play again right. in singles. Except for... Uh, Team because he has to. Team and uh, Fritz both have to because of injuries. Nice. Because they have injuries, so why not put them out there? <laughs> Day two. Now, this is reasonable. Day two is when it heats up in this thing. Well, each match is, ooh, <laughs> the value, point value skyrocket. Right. Two points per <laughs> match. Incredible. Zverev loses to Isner, which is not unreasonable in real life. Right. Because it was set was a tie break, wasn't it? Second set, right? So Zverev wins the first set seven six. Isner wins six four, and then Isner wins a tie break, right? Ten one, yeah, not that unreasonable. Was that was terrible. Not unreasonable though, right? It's Zverev under pressure. But I mean, losing ten out of eleven points to Isner is unreasonable. But that's because of Zverev, not because it couldn't happen, right? <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, by, yeah. So that makes it three three. Not what we paid for, right? All right. So, Isner, bring it on home for Team World. Day two, match six. Singles. Roger defeats Nick Kyrgios in the most incredible three-set match you've ever seen. And, by the way, that was almost the identical score to when they played at this last year. Labor Cup. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't the two and one the last time they played in a real... <laughs> Interesting. Day seven. Nadal beats Roundit. I mean, not day match seven, seven. Match yeah. seven, day two singles. Nadal beats Roundit six three seven six. There's no chance Roundit is healthy enough to finish a match if it's a real match. Well, and the, supposedly Nadal's wrist started bothering him toward the end of that match. Oh, that's what. But of course, it's an exhibition, so you're going to stay out there and play anyway. Apparently, of course, and then play the doubles, right and then after. play right after. <laughs> so now. What an incredible, what an incredible comeback from injury for Nadal. <laughs> it just gutting it out in singles, loses in a third set uh, match breaker, uh, win, loses the first set to the best doubles player in the history of the game, Jack Sock <laughs> and Nick Kyrgios, 6-4. Then they come back 6-3 to send it into a 10-point breaker for the third and an amazing win, 10-6 for Sock and Kyrgios. Incredible. And so what was funny about I hope that... I sound as deadpan as I want <laughs> What was funny about that, by the way, though, is it actually ruined the drama on Sunday because that made it 7-5. If the American team had lost, it would have been 9-3, which sounds worse, but then if the American team won 3 out of 4 on Sunday, they'd be tied and they'd have to do their big tie-break procedure. With 7-5, that made it not, where it couldn't be a tie no matter what. They couldn't do a tie break because we'd know. <laughs> There's no chance well, people know. wouldn't see right through that If they nonsense. went three out of four and one day. But I mean... Have they ever had a tie break happen? No. Okay. Uh -uh. That's going to be year four or five. <laughs> but I feel like they've... The way the scoring system is set up, it should always be a possibility. This time it wasn't even a possibility. Good. Good. That's all right. Um, because the four year four or five, the popularity <laughs> is going to start to wane and they'll have to bring in the tiebreak. Right. And then Nadal and Kyrgios are both so injured, they were able to play two matches in a day. Incredible. Uh, going into the final day. Yeah, but they were 10-point breakers for the third. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, day three. Oh, really comes down to it now. Three points. Three incredible points That's for right. each match. Doubles. Starting the day off with doubles. Jack Sock and John Isner, yet again, a 10-point <laughs> breaker for the third decides it. 7-5 for Federer seats a pass. They take the lead. But wait, Isner and Sock come back 6-4 and then win the breaker 10-8. Incredible. And puts the world team ahead 8-7. I eight, seven. hate everybody. And by the way, Nadal dropped out right before that, about an hour before that match. Oh, it was he, supposed to be he and Federer. Oh, wow. And so that was the, you didn't hear about the controversy? No. Because again, nobody cares. Right. So on Sunday, so they let the team that's losing gets to pick the lineups. Both so who teams? plays who? Yeah. Well, oh, 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 who plays who? I got you. So McEnroe got to choose the lineups. Well, apparently, once Nadal dropped out, they just put somebody else in. So wait a minute. 
So he he decided what's best for Team World is to compete against two of the big three in doubles. No, no, no. Oh. they The other team picks their doubles team and their three singles players, but you get to pick... Who, who, what, basically, you get to see their lineup before you decide yours. Oh, I got you. Ah, uh, I see. Now, man, you would think <laughs> now that you broadcast for a living, sooner. you could have made that a little uh, more clear. But apparently, when there's a substitute, that rule doesn't apply. Gotcha. So, because Nadal dropped out, then the European team could put in whoever they want against. All right, now I need you to wait. Okay. Don't, don't say anything else. Don't give anything else away. All right. Because this is a bit, this answer is big. <laughs> if you give the wrong answer, I'm going to hit whatever this red button is Uh-oh. on this new on this new board and turn everything off. I'm going to turn <laughs> I was the lights say, don't off. Don't press anything; it's going to delete all I'm, our shows. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to turn the lights off and I'm leaving the studio and I'm never coming back. At any point in time during said controversy, <laughs> did John McEnroe utter the words "You cannot be serious"? Not that I heard. Oh, thank God! But all they right. they interviewed him. Carry on, then. Thank goodness. <laughs> They interviewed him. Of course, that was the big here. John McEnroe having a problem with the rules again, officials, and that was the big. And they were showing McEnroe sitting at the table in the break area, like slamming his fist on the table. He was so pissed, and that's so disgusting. So Fritz, what happened ultimately was Fritz had to play team. It went from Nadal and Kyrgios to Fritz versus team, and apparently wow. McEnroe really didn't have any faith in Fritz. And then, ironically, Fritz won, and they still didn't win the event. Yeah, but they didn't win. They didn't lose by much because that last match, so they <laughs> lost by two points. Right. 13-11. So the winner of the last match would have won the whole thing. So it comes down to the last match, and what a thrilling match the, the it was. The two most clutch players on the teams. <laughs> Zverev defeats Raonic 10-4 in the breaker. They couldn't have made that 14-12. Right. Let's I mean, say, well, also just think, you're talking about what's supposed to be the best European versus the best world, and we had Zverev versus Raonic as the two final players. I hate everyone and everything. This is so absurd. At some point, can maybe nobody cares that it's fixed. <laughs> it's like wrestling. Why don't they just make it Team Nadal versus Team Federer? To me, that would be cooler. And just pick. Federer gets whoever he wants, Nadal gets whoever he wants, and they play. And nobody picks Djokovic. And I don't know what the yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what the prize. There's still no prize. There's not the prize is the Labor Cup, which is dumb. But that that's a dumb no, prize now. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what it is. If Nadal Team Nadal wins, Nadal's got to sit out of the French. If Team, if team Federer wins, then we'll if, see some serious. If, if Team Nadal wins, Federer's got to sit out of Wimbledon. Then we'll see some players. Now trying. we're talking. Right. Now we're talking. <laughs> Except I think the yeah the players might start sabotaging that. Yeah, Nadal's team would tank. Right. Um, but no, then you would be guaranteed to have Federer versus Nadal, Nadal at some point in the tournament, which is what everybody wants to see. Oh, gee, I wonder if it would be the last match right. to decide the whole thing, <laughs> and it would be 15-13 right. in the breaker. So I hate, I hate it. I hate Labor Cup. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I don't know why I like it, but I feel like there could be so much better about it. Because dessert is not good for you, but you'll eat it because it tastes so yummy. This is just frivolous, empty <laughs> calories, but it gives you something to do. Well, it's like, picture you've got two movies to choose from on TV, and you've got one independent movie that's supposed to be so great, it's got great reviews, you know, everybody said it was amazing, and then on the other channel, you've got the movie with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston and, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, it's all the famous actors, but everybody says it sucks. Most people are still going to watch the movie that's got all the famous people right. in it. Right, and that's what this is. You have to watch it because all the stars are playing. No, even, not. even though it's not. Well, there's not. only there's only two stars playing. <laughs> well, there's only three stars in tennis. Exactly, right and nobody else matters. And well, it is funny oh, that Djokovic is, never plays. Is Serena there? Or, no? <laughs> I did get someone asked me, "Are there women in the Labor Cup?" I said, no, "No, not yet." Like you said, that's year four or five. Well, I'll tell you this. Yeah, it's after the tiebreak happens. So here's the thing. First of all, if they add women. I still don't care. Now, if you just asked me, here's a set of parameters. How do you make this situation better? I would say, well, yeah, of course. Let's even out the teams by having Team World include women yeah. and then Team Europe. Right. I'm pretty sure, well, Kim Kleischer's is back. You never <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it still would be the same. So that would be fine. The, the reason they can't do that because then it'll be truly revealed as a sham. Yeah. 
Because then what will happen? It will come down to a match between Fetter and Serena, and it will go 10-8 in the third. <laughs> and then I'll just jump off a 10-story building. <laughs> Maybe this 10-story well, building we're in now. And I think the reason I'm saying I'm okay with it is relative to an ATP 250, I think it's good. Obviously, I'd rather watch a Masters or a Grand Slam, no comparison, but relative to what else we have normally on a random you know, weekend in September or October, I'll take that. Yeah. Well, listen, if the season got switched around to our season, how we wanted it, and then you had all this time post-US Open right. to do all these goofy things, hey, bring back... The Hopman Cup. Right. I don't care. We've got all this time. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. That's fine. But stop tr- lying to us. Just stop being dishonest. There's no I there's no question in my mind it's lightly fixed. Well, and I do find it extremely hypocritical for all these players to be complaining about the schedule and injuries and then play an exhibition right after, you know, the entire year right after you've been playing the entire year. How easy is it to fake missing two serves? Yeah, I mean, when I watch it, I don't see it as fixed. But just when I look back, when I scale back and look at the scores and look at the teams, I'm like, how can it not be? Um, yeah, I, I'll, to be honest, that's where I'm starting. That's my starting point. Yeah. Is 13-11 on day three, the last match, decides it right. with when a you tie had, break When you had third? Federer and Nadal on the same team. you, you got to be kidding me. Now, the fact that Nadal didn't play at the end made it a little bit more believable. Um, yeah, why do you think he's been faking an injury all year <laughs> just so he knew he'd get to this point right. so they can rake in the cash? Do they need more money? I thought they were like the top well, three money I also winners. wonder how he got paid by not playing on Sunday. I was curious about that but because uh, I don't know if they pay them per match or how it works. It's probably just an appearance fee. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, w- I would think so. But there's no way team or Rounich are getting paid the same as Nadal or Federer. I mean, Federer owns well, part probably of it. But- Fritz is probably really the highest end guy. <laughs> Or I don't know if they pay them more for winning. I'm not sure how it works. Right. But, but yes, it's with the doubles makes it a little more believable that the world team could be competitive. But again, if if Europe really cared, they would they would throw Suarez out there or somebody you know European double Suarez in European, but a European doubles player, you know Zimanich to compete with Sock and whatever. Then those two play a, a singles match against each other. I just it. It takes away, and maybe I'm just a you know cranky old man or something. I don't know, but the fact that they're trying to pass this off as if it's pure, right? And it's not. It's not. Well, and what's going to happen one year, honestly? So, like, it went in. Like I said, this could have gone in nine three. So you could have had twelve three after one match, and then the match would be the whole thing would be over. So you could have it end two matches into Sunday. And then you only get two of the four matches you paid for. I mean, that's gonna there's gonna be an outcry when that that's gonna happen at some point. No, it's not. <laughs> well, if it wasn't fixed, if if it never happens, then it's a fraud, right? If it never happens, then it's an absolute fraud. Because there's even been some Ryder Cups that have been over dominant, and the, the last six matches didn't finish or whatever, right? That you can't stop there. Even when you're even when it's not fixed, you can't stop that from happening. You know why? Because the Ryder Cup's real. <laughs> the Ryder Cup yeah. is real and it's an organic event that, you know, and President's Cup too, whatever that is, and the Solheim Cup for the women. Let's go L- <laughs> LB- LPGA. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, but this labor cup, I mean... I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. I, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was. I can't it just, that's the only thing that bothers bothers me about it is they're trying to take us for suckers. And I could enjoy it if they said, "Hey, here's an exhibition." And, you know, whoopee. And well, uh, and what I hate the most about it is just the teams in general. There's no reason for me to root for the world team. There's no reason for Europeans to root for the European team. <laughs> like Team Nadal, Team Federer, pick who you're a fan of. Right. And then you root for whoever their associates are. Yeah. That's going to get way more interest for me. Because there's way more Federer fans than there are Team World. Like, oh, I'm I'm rooting for. T- I'm gonna buy a Team World T-shirt. Right, combined. Like, yeah, there's more Federer fans <laughs> than everybody else in the. But I just mean like it's not something I'm gonna get behind. I would rather them do USA versus Europe, honestly. Even though USA would have a worse chance, 
but just for the sake of in, then in there'd what? be a rooting interest. USA versus in what? <laughs> well, not we can't yeah. even win basketball no. right now. Yeah, I know. Um, but I'm like, at least then I would have a reason to root for one of the teams. Right now, I don't have a. Re- I'm rooting for. I don't even root for the world team. I'm like, what does it matter? Yeah, I mean, maybe like I said before, maybe because Roundich is Canadian and we decided to adopt Canada. <laughs> But Nick Kyrgios, that's a long way away. I'm not following him. He doesn't, I mean, I don't like him anyway, but I mean, Shapovalov, Canadian, they're like kind of like our stepkids, I guess. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I'm with you 100%. So, I mean, it's, I like the what they did, and I'm not saying this helped the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl is still unwatchable, but, you know, the Pro Bowl did that recently. They just picked two legends and you, the legends right. pick their teams. Yep. I mean, even if they did Borg versus McEnroe and let them draft whoever. To me, that makes more sense than just than this. Yeah, because team, you're right. Team versus world means nothing. No, it doesn't mean anything when this game is 100 percent purely driven by the individual personalities, and nobody even cares where Fetter's from. No, and Germans aren't rooting for French, and you know, and English. So it's like putting Europe together. It's not like they're suddenly going to band together and all root for each other. Right. Same with us. We're not rooting for Canadian players because they're Canadian. Right. So, yeah, it does, doesn't make sense. All right. It was fun to watch, and the tennis was competitive, and there was elements of it I love. The cameras were crazy. I mean, really, really good camera angles. Because there's one court, they can kind of do a lot more things, the audio, the coaching. So there's a lot of things that I wish other tournaments would draw from that. So what, uh, what do you think? I mean, now is it... Uh and I want to go next year as much as I'm we're oh talking my about God, it. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. At least you won't be here to record. That's a <laughs> But place. I don't I won't get I haven't got to see those guys in person and I, the thing about that from a fan perspective, it's guaranteed that I'm going to see them. If I book tickets to the US Open quarterfinals, I don't know who I'm going to see. So I understand the appeal from it from a fan perspective. So are we now 180 degrees flipped on coaching on the tours? Now that we got to see Federer and uh, Nadal, <laughs> oh, you're coach. against it now, and I'm in favor of it. <laughs> no, I've been uh, for it forever. Yeah, no, I'm still not in favor of it. Um, but again, I, what I've what I said before when we discussed this is if it if it does happen, it has to be done the way it was done in this, which is where I can hear every word that's being said, you know, on the changeovers. Right. And, and so that's the that makes me more in favor of it. Oh man. What a waste. All right. Is that enough of that nonsense? We wasted an entire segment <laughs> we did. on Labor Cup. But, it, I mean, listen. And it's the last time we're going to see those guys for two months, probably. Veteran at all, that is. Hopefully. <laughs> um, well, they're all injured now. they got to recover. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's talk about actual, eh, not actual, sort <laughs> of real tennis in the Asian swing when we come back. <laughs> It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right. I guess that's the question we should ask. Would would you, if you had a player you were coaching, well, they wouldn't even know how to keep score in tennis, but let's just spend reality for a minute. You're going to say they're not going to be on TV. They're not going to be on the tour. Well, that's, I mean, that's not that big of an insult. It's only a small percent, 1% of 1% that, that can make that leap. So you're coaching a player and they have a chance to either play Labor Cup or play in the Asian swing. Well, I mean, I think not knowing the financial details of the Labor Cup helps. No, yeah, but, that's fair. Yeah. But I would say Labor Cup for the prestige, you know, the attention it's going to get and presumably guaranteed paycheck. But it also depends on, you know, what that, if that player is like scrounging around trying to get in the top eight for that end of the year tournament or if there's, you know, if there's some valid reason they need to improve their ranking, then obviously I need him to go for the points. 
I would do whatever Medvedev's coach did to yeah. get him to not even want to try to. Uh, maybe he did. Want and he to won the tournament, right? I don't know. He was in the final. I don't I don't know if he care. won it or not, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody. He, that's he, the thing. The, he the reason, played no names all the way through. The reason the the question is valid is because ultimately, no one players don't care about either. Right. That's the point. Exhibition. Wuhan. You know. I mean, <laughs> who cares? Right. Well, and like you said. I'm not saying I want there to be six Grand Slams every year, but to have an Asian swing that doesn't have a slam, it doesn't. It's not not really a important part of the uh, of the season, right? It's gotta it's gotta be four segments all that culminate in a slam, like we've said, right? And now, if the Asian swing culminated in the year end, maybe, uh, but even then, I don't think that's enough uh, to matter. Yeah, I like the Asian swing connecting to the Australian, totally, which is what we talked about, right? And and the reason is is because hey it's that side of the world right I know Australia's upside down or something or whatever it <laughs> but is but to have and to have four tournaments in Australia leading Australian is pretty dumb yeah like you can spread it out to Asia there's uh, is there even four cities in Australia <laughs> I don't Not, know I've only heard of them because of these tournaments right uh, uh, yeah so it would make more sense if you could now again I don't know about weather right. I don't know about what's going well, almost on. all these seem indoors aren't they I, well so yeah but matter. you don't want to do that leading into the Australian. True, though. true. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how anything works anywhere, but whether or what what's happening in you know society, you know, like school or whatever, um, I mean, I understand they have school. I but will I mean, say, based on how many people were at one of the matches I watched, that this that, method isn't working. Whatever <laughs> they're doing. I mean, literally, I think uh, Pliskova and Ostapenko, there could not have been 50 people there. And I'm like, that's got to be the best match of the day. And you had 50 people. I mean, it was nobody. Wow. Because um, Ostapenko won, which is like the probably the win of her year. And it did was it really, like crickets. Did it, did it really happen? Because no one was <laughs> right. able to see it. Uh, so I don't think that you can. we can use that as a reason not to move it to some other time. Uh, fan, fan interest. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, to me, it seems to be a no-brainer. That if you have even a 250, that is, and here's the fun thing about 250s within our context, our schedule, they're connected to a series leading to the Grand Slam. You can have four 250s at the same time. I don't care, you know. So that gives you a little more room to keep some of these, you know, tournaments that have been around for a while, these legacy tournaments, if you will. Uh, whatever. I don't, you know, we can add tweaks like that to make sure we keep a Hamburg, et cetera. Right. And so, but yeah, I, I would think more people would, would put more into a tournament that leads to a Grand Slam. That's part of the series. Um, and I'd like to see the numbers for the U.S. Open Series now versus prior to them coming up with the U.S. Open Series. Well, and if we do that, you know, ranking seating connection we've talked about, it it's it's going to have to be the the big names are going to have to play in some of them. Yeah, I mean the problem is this is that the top three players control too much about what's going on. That's right. all there is to it. I know, and it's funny that what I think is interesting is that how they want those players on these councils and stuff. And I'm like, do you really like? Do you want those guys making the decisions because they're the ones that are benefiting the most from the decisions? If you snapped your fingers, not today because they're all the the top the the well. Better as old as dirt, but if you if you snapped your fingers right now, in the let's say five years ago, you snapped your fingers and our schedule got kicked into place. So from start to finish, the number of months the season is is smaller, right. and on top of that, the number of events, the number of matches for m almost everyone is sm is smaller, except for the big three, depending on what year it is, because yeah. they skip entire segments. So no, it's naturally going to increase. Right, but for but, most players. Right. But even so, if Federer doesn't play the French, he doesn't need to play the French series. Right. It doesn't matter because he's not penalized. It's irrelevant because he's not playing in the slam. Yeah. So it kind of works the same. But if we did all that and snapped our fingers, what do you think they're going to do? Retire? You think they're going right. to You think he's going to get an office job or something? <laughs> I mean, no, of course he's not. I mean, he might have created Labor Cup five years earlier um <laughs> well but, and those guys are skipping i mean even they would probably be playing less under our system than they do now because you're taking out all the like like we said the asians so you're taking out all these random events that don't correlate with anything 
Well, I think we would be shifting them forward. Yeah, but I mean, like Indian Wells and Miami, they already play those, but those would right. actually be tied into something Maybe, somewhere. Yeah. Some, if whether we, they're called Indian Wells and Miami or whatever. Yeah. But because you're basically looking at sixteen tournaments, three warmups and a slam four times. Right. And everybody, even Federer, pretty much plays sixteen tournaments a year. Maybe not one or two of those years he skipped the French, but right. Sixteen is pretty low. I mean, most of the guys are playing high twenties by the end of the year. Yeah, so for me, uh, it's the talking about it that is where the whole process stops. If we just did it, nothing would change. Right. These guys would still play the schedule they planned on playing. The difference is they might have to play one additional tournament in the series leading up to the slam that they're interested in playing. Yeah. Or two or however many, but still. Right. Um, and again, I don't want to go all in on seeding for this, you know, based on the lead up. I I want it to be a part of yeah, yeah, the yeah. process, though. Well, because there are people that are going to have legitimate injuries leading up to a slam, and they're literally not ready to play until week before the tournament or whatever. Um, and obviously, the slams want all the stars they can get in the tournament. But yeah, I mean the Asian. I mean. I'm in, I'm happy that Djokovic is playing. I don't know if Nadal and Federer are going to play anything the rest of the year. Um, and I just think that's a problem. I mean, you've got you need your biggest players to be playing for people to care about the event. And even if you've got one or two of them missing, that's that's a that's one thing. But if you have all three of them don't play, you can forget it. Right. I mean, Beijing's coming up. That's a five hundred. And none of the big three are in it. Right. I think Djokovic committed to the next, whatever, that Rakuten, the one that's in Japan. Hang on. But <laughs> former and future big four, Andy Murray's in it. <laughs> Got his first win last week. He did. Uh, against our oh, boy, favorite right-wing American. Indeed. After he just lost him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And to be fair, no result that he has, good or bad, makes a difference to me right now. No, I, I, he's, and he's going to get in any, or to him, ever, because he's going to get in any term he wants to for the rest of his career, probably. Well, this one was protected ranking, so I guess he's okay. still under that. Um, so but, he didn't have to get a wild card. Right, but, so, and I don't care if he does. We've had that discussion. I mean, I know he didn't have a baby. I get it. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, so Andy Murray, I think it'd be great for the game if he's 100%, but anytime, winning or losing, if he's competing, it's a good day. Yeah. For tennis. I mean, that's the kind of stories we have to have if the big three aren't in there. Because without him, I don't think anybody's going to even realize that women play sports. <laughs> so thankfully, he's here to, to continue to remind us that Serena Williams would have something to say yes. about that. All right. What do we got? So here's the winners of all the tournaments going on at this moment or, or leading, you know, finishing up right now. Yeah. Sabalenka beat Risk in one tournament. 50 people, huh? <laughs> there was probably more at the final. Karina Busta beat Bublik. I saw that was on earlier today. Mm -hmm. 50 people, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Demon Hour beat Manorino. Yeah. Whoopity do. Uh, is whoopity do covered? Are these, are these challengers or uh, ATP? <laughs> Van. Uh, that's it. Beat Sirstea. I actually like her game. But I don't think she's ranked in the top 50. Not yet. She will be. So there you go. So do you wonder why there's 50 people <laughs> in the stands? That might be it. And it's fine. Right. I, I don't blame any players for playing this. I don't blame players for not playing this because these tournaments are blah. Right. In, indifferent, inconsequential, irrelevant. They're like the last player in the draft, Mr. or Mrs. <laughs> and Israel. there's no, nothing you can do in this season is going to entice stronger players to play or entice more fans to watch, in my opinion. Well, yeah, you could blow out the budget and offer somebody $10 million or something, but that's true. It's not worth it. Right. Uh, you wouldn't get your money back. <laughs> um, but I mean, like hardcore is, uh, fans are going to watch it. What's 50 divided by 10 million? Because <laughs> uh, you're going to have to charge that much yeah, per exactly. ticket. You got it. You got it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that, uh, like you said, I don't blame them for not playing. I don't blame people for not watching. 
It's just that's what that's where we're at. We're basically it's I think the part that annoys us is just the fact that we're in the tennis off season, but we're not. Like we should be, but people are still playing. Right. Or we should be going into the US Open right now or whatever. So here's the thing that I think is probably the biz- biggest indicator that this part of the season is 100% irrelevant. And because it's so irrelevant, all the players and fans and coaches that are there are miserably frustrated. So apparently, <laughs> <laughs> so I listen, first of all, let me preface anything I'm saying here with I cannot confirm nor deny this happened because it's from Twitter. Now, I'm not saying Twitter lies. I'm not saying things that are on Twitter are uh, fake. But just as you know, leave that as it as it is. So, Angelique Kerber, have you heard of her? You have. Okay, she's a tennis player, I believe. So she is playing in a tournament. You read this right, but you didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it, unfortunately. Well, I don't know if it's unfortunate or if it's your own fault because you refuse to get Twitter. <laughs> well, no, I meant see it as it happened. I see. But you haven't seen it on Twitter either because you don't have Twitter. See, if you would have had Twitter, you would have been alerted to it. Right. But uh, what about Instagram? Do you have Instagram? I do not. No, of course you don't. I did try to talk your wife into just starting one for you. She hasn't done it yet? Not to my knowledge. Fantastic. Maybe she's got one on there with... Maybe. A lot of shirtless pics that's going to blow up, I'm sure. <laughs> that's what we need to post for our... That's what we're going to do, start doing on Instagram. We'll just post your shirtless pic with the audio in the background for people to come. <laughs> Got it. Done. We're going to be bigger than this American Life podcast, which has like millions. All right. What was I talking about? I don't remember. You were about to get into Kerber's match. Oh, yeah. I'm still I'm I'm stalling. I don't know if you can tell how I I think it, I sound awful. I, I know I I feel sound like I'm stalling because I'm looking for the tweet. <laughs> Can't find it. Well, oh it goodness. Shuai was it? I can't. I never remember the order of the Chinese names, and it changes based on where you read the story. But it was Shuai Zhang or Zhang Shuai that yep. played Kerber in a. I guess it was. I don't know if it was a first round match, second round match, but in the uh, most recent tournament. It was like an NFL uh, stadium, it sounds like. Oh, fun. You hear about that happening, stuff like this happening every week in the NFL. Only in Philly. (laughs) Where is it? This is ridiculous. Who tweeted it, by the way? Uh, Lots of different. I saw it like multiple times all in a row, and uh, this is ridiculous. I don't have that many tweets. And I get that some fans are. There it is. So, go ahead. it was tweeted out by at, at Twink102, whatever that means. <laughs> and this is their... Sounds like a dating website. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest thing you've said on this podcast <laughs> ever. All right, this is a quote from this tweet. So, I, it, it's exact. So, I'm not... It's not me. Today, as a tennis fan, I'm devastated. During the match... Hold today, China Open 2019, Kerber versus local player Zhang. Zhang's team not allow the fans cheer up for Angie Kerber. Zhang's coach, her dad, and mom threaten them, even insulting. After match, one of her team beat fan, only 19-year-old. So, and it's got a, a, a video, a, just a quick little video, so obviously on somebody's phone, um, of them kicking and punching. I can't tell if the fan's a male or a female. Um, I, think it, I think I heard it was a male. Okay. and the, But the guy doing the punching and the kicking is a guy. Uh, and then maybe her dad because he looks a little older. Well, and that's got to be, besides obviously potentially criminal charges, I would think that's got to be a pretty heavy fine slash suspension for that whole team. Yeah, I hope so. I mean... And... and- uh, we've all had obnoxious fans, but no, how obnoxious do you I wonder have to if people be? Are getting fights listening to this podcast? <laughs> but I'm like, how? What could you possibly be saying that would incite someone to beat you? Like, I can't imagine anything bad enough to incite that. Like, I've been to wrestling shows and football games, and nobody says anything bad enough to get beaten up. Like, that's pretty hard to do. Yeah, 
So I think there may have been some hostility because she's in her home home tournament and she's expecting to be cheered. And well, that's her dad slash coach and her mom yeah. and whatever. And so, so yeah. you're expecting everybody's going to be cheering for you, and then when they're not, um, that's obviously a not going to make you happy. Or, or they felt like they had to compete with Laver Cup, <laughs> so they had to get a spectacle. Yeah, they had to make a spectacle. <laughs> To get their numbers up. I think that's probably more of what happened. So anyway, that's that. That's the that's the fall season in a nutshell. Nobody <laughs> cares, but all hell's breaking loose somewhere, but no one cares. And I always say that any publicity is good publicity for tennis, but maybe not this. Uh, you know, reading about the stupid curios, probation, all that. Now, I'm like, he's been on probation, whether he actually was or not. Like it doesn't, that was such a non-story to me. But something like this is well, a uh, negative story. Well, yeah, but that's another that that's another thing that the fix is in. Yeah, he didn't get none of that came down until after Labor Cup, right? Like, did it literally come out after the last ball was struck? It seemed pretty close. To Unbelievable. After. Well, although I guess that wouldn't matter because it's not an ATP event, but yeah, but still, it doesn't look good if right. Mister Golden Boy, <laughs> you know, Feder is running an event. But but like, what does that even mean? Like, he's on probation, like. If he wasn't on probation, then he could have done whatever he wanted. Like right. we're all on probation. Like everybody in the world's on probation. Yeah, it's if like you do something bad enough, you're going whatever. It's like in college tennis, there is no warning. Right. So if you racket abuse or whatever, there's no warning. And to me, there should never be a warning at any level. You know where the warning is? The rule book. That's the warning. It yeah, says, the warning doesn't apply to a rule you already know. It says don't act like a jackass. Well, that's what I mean. Probation is like, isn't every player on the tour on probation? If you do this, this happens. Oh like, yeah, that's not probation. Right. Same, yeah, like everybody should like be subject to that. If he kicks an umpire, he should be suspended or whatever. That's you don't need probation for that. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Nothing, nothing. Because and he said something about being on good. I'll be on good behavior for six months. It's like no, no won't. you won't. Whether you were on probation or not, you wouldn't have been. Yeah, exactly. No, you won't. And just because you're on probation won't make the next penalty any harsher. I predict. By the way, uh, let me see if this meets my Jack Sox standard. Hold on. <laughs> yes! I found it! That's why I've been distracted. I've been looking for the well, most important sound effect of this podcast history. He's the number yes! one advocate of the Asian swing. This is when he's going to get all his points. <laughs> yeah. You can go uh, from like 200 in the world to two in the world. Right. Yeah, well, four. <laughs> he might qualify for the final eight in the next yeah. month. Yeah. You know how? <laughs> Backing in. <laughs> That's going to be the most used clip by hey, far. <laughs> back up Jack. That's it. <laughs> That's what his name is. <laughs> and what's, you know, he could have been, the, he literally could have been the savior for the Labor Cup. I mean, he, they, they could have won that last match. He could, they could have put him in singles. Then and you it, know he would have been the. It's 100% fixed <laughs> if old back up well, Jack. The wins. fact that he's their best player already tells you <laughs> that there's a problem. Uh, he, he scored the most points of any player on the team this, this, event maybe any might have been either player on either team by the way this should have been used during our curios talk you big dummy <laughs> yeah sanford and son huh? <laughs> there you go going way back all right is there anything else possible to talk about i think we're i think we're in danger of having to just get in deep to the asian swing next week there's nothing else. well and by then we've got some 500 to 1,000, so theoretically the yeah, so level what? of play has to go up. Are the big three there? Well, Djokovic is supposed to be. Is Serena? That I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I don't. And But like I said, what outside of, like you said, jacking of the prize money, I don't even think that would work. How could you get those people to play? You can't. I don't I know. But I'll I tell you this, with Labor Cup, I hate to go back to the first segment, five years from now, I'm calling it five years, both genders and mixed doubles. Well, that's the only way they would do the both genders. It would the first year it'll be Federer. Well, I guess it can't be Federer Serena because they're on opposite teams. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, you're right about that. It's gonna it'll be added in at some point because they'll get a little lull. Right. Well, at some point too, Federer and all can't be in it. I mean, they're really? not. <laughs> really? You think so? <laughs> well, I think Federer will play in it maybe for the next five years at least. Unbelievable. And we'll still win. Anyway, Asian swing. So you, you think there it'll be worthy of having discussion as the level picks up. Yeah, and then they've got you've got the Shanghai Masters, so that's 
that's going to be the big names. And I say big names. I mean, you know, Team Curios, not Curios, Kachinov, Tsitsipas, Zverev. I mean, those so, are the big names we're going to be stuck with the next 15 years. They should not have set his probation, Curios's probation on time. <laughs> it should have been amount of matches played. Yeah, because we if, if or three, next number of event this many events. Yeah, if two or not long, even don't even set a time. Just say you're on probation until we tell you we take you off till further notice. But yeah, I mean, if you say all right, six months. Well, the next two months are <laughs> zero. Right. What if he would have acted like an idiot during Labor Cup? Yeah, <laughs> and they would have rung him up. See, that's how FIFA works. Every single professional soccer match is governed by FIFA. Yeah. Now they're a super corrupt organization, apparently, but that's beside the point. They, they cover everything, so that way, if you act like an idiot, at least the overseeing group can, can tend to it. Well, that's one thing I loved about college. If you had some idiot that did something in the match, that carried over to the next match they played. Yeah, um, it's the only I, way you won matches. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't good at uh, inciting my opponent. <laughs> I, uh, I was at the tournament this week with Kerber's uh, fans. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> um, still got the bruises. Oh, um, <laughs> I thought you were the one punching. <laughs> but... No, I think that you're right. It shouldn't. When you step on a court, your status shouldn't change, what it, regardless of the event. Right. Because even if does that does that probation even apply to grand slams? Because those aren't ATP events. I don't. I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, I would who knows? But like we said, it doesn't matter. Right, They're not going to do we're, anything. We're forcing this. This <laughs> is too much. It's too much. Um. Anything? Do you, a corner? Do you have any corner whatsoever? No. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'll have an Asian corner next week. I don't like the sound. Of what, <laughs> I don't like the sound of what you just said. I'll be honest with you. Not one bit. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, what a fraud that the Asian swing. I mean, that the Labor Cup is. And eh, listen, at least there's. But I think what you've established with that is you're saying that the Labor Cup is no worse than what our alternatives are. Except at least you can say the Asian swing is a legitimate outcome, I guess. Yeah. Legitimacy. Yeah. At least the people there are really playing. Yeah, we had star power versus legitimacy that we had to choose one or the other. I bet it sounds like the people at those places picked the Labor Cup. Oh, oh it was sold out, I guarantee you. The whole weekend. Gross. Well, it was only three days right. versus, you know, whatever. All right. Anything else? That's it. Man, oh man, we squeezed blood out of this nickel. <laughs> um Instagram at Tennis Revolution Pod on Twitter, tennis at Tennis Rev Pod. And get in there and tweet to the Brain Game Tennis. Tweet to him and tell him retweet our tweet with the episode of his interview. I mean, I'm sure he's in some faraway land, you know, breaking down matches and he's probably busy. He might be busy on the Asian swing. I don't know. He is from Australia, so he'd be near home. That's but, right. uh, He's got to be engrossed in it right now. But come on, let the people know that you uh, appreciate our interview and uh, and get it out there. I hear he's coaching uh, Zhang Shua. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Start throwing barbs at him if he's not going to respond to us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jack Sock first, him next. Yes. No. <laughs> I actually am going to um, subscribe to his service or buy it or whatever you call it at some point uh, so I can review it. And, and and I want to see what what he's talking about as a coach myself. I want to take a look, uh, but primarily just so I can review it on yeah. the podcast if he retweets. So is it worth one hundred twenty five bucks to hit a lousy retweet button? <laughs> is it? All right. Well, we'll see what the fans do. Uh, I don't. We'll see if they're if they're fans of me or fans of you. If they're fans of you. They don't have Twitter or Instagram. Uh, hopefully they don't have podcasts either. If they're fans of me, that's a fair point. Or cell that's phones fair, or electricity, right? Um, all right. Well, we're yapping for no. I don't know why we're yapping. I'd like to keep this under an hour for once <laughs> in our lives. Um, all right. So you got all our stuff. Go out, spread the word. Um, for the love of all things holy, share it with your friends and your enemies and strangers alike. Um, the more people we have listening, the more nothing, really, nothing <laughs> at all. But it just helps. It makes me feel better about myself. And uh, Corey doesn't even know we're here. He just shows up and starts talking about tennis yep. like he does anyway. That's so. it. All right. Until next time, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. Gerber, duck. <laughs>